You've got so much to say, but such a limited amount of time in any given presentation or meeting, you have to be clear on your message. But how on earth do you do that when there are so many things you feel that you need to say in order to have your audience see what it is that you're trying to explain? In this episode, that's exactly what we're talking about. How can you use the begin with the end in mind framework, methodology and paradigm to create a presentation that takes your audience to exactly where you want them to be? The ability to speak with confidence and present for impact is easily the most valuable skill you can have in today's world. When you can share your knowledge, you can facilitate change. And when you can facilitate change, well, you can change the world one conversation at a time. But most people think they can't speak articulately, confidently or with impact. They get choked up by nerves, they lose their words or that dreaded imposter syndrome shuts them down. Well, I'm happy to say that speaking is a skill that anyone can learn. Yes, even you. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. My name is Kat Matson, and welcome to Speaking with Confidence. In episode two, I talked about the importance of three key messages. Well, how do you figure out what those three key messages are? I mean, you've got heaps to say, right? How on earth can you chunk it down to just three key things? Well, how you identify your three key messages is by going back to probably one of the oldest effectiveness habits in the book. Begin with the end in mind. Now, if you've read Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, you will be well familiar with this particular framework, this notion of by beginning with the end in mind, knowing where you're going at a truly meta level will help you plan, prioritize and structure in the book's case, your life. But of course, in a speech or in a presentation's perspective, it enables you to structure exactly how you're going to say what you want to say. Now, if you haven't read the book, I highly recommend it. It's easily my all-time favorite number one business and productivity and personal development book. And in fact, I have read it so many times. I absolutely love it and I cannot recommend it highly enough. But if you haven't read it, then what I want you to understand is that in this particular chapter, Stephen Covey has his readers do a beautiful and confronting visualization that has readers imagine themselves being at their own funeral. And Covey invites us to consider what our family and our friends are saying about us to farewell us. Now, you probably don't need to do something quite as substantive when it comes to thinking about the end that you have in mind for your upcoming presentation. But by doing a similar visualization, by stepping into the end of your presentation, your meeting, your talk, and being really clear on what will have changed, what will you have achieved, what will people be saying or doing or thinking as a result of hearing from you. So one of the things that Covey talks about in his visualization, and I would invite you to do exactly the same when you're planning for an upcoming presentation, 
is deeply connect with the emotions. The emotions that you want to experience when you've finished your presentation, but more importantly, the emotions that you want your audience to experience as a result of hearing from you. Will they be excited? Will they be optimistic? Will they be a little bit nervous because they realize that they need you to help them get to where they want to go? Will they be depressed or will they be buoyed by a positive future? How do you want them to feel? And then what actions do you want them to take as a result of feeling the way they now feel and having heard what you have just said? And then what new beliefs do you want them to have or to be experiencing, to be experiencing or exploring? Where, how do you want their mindset to be and what, what thoughts do you want them to be having about their future as a result of hearing your presentation? There's a beautiful framework in another book that can actually help you do this for your presentations. There's a storytelling canvas. It comes from the book, Design a Better Business. The book is by Patrick Vanderpil, Justin Lockitz, and Lisa K. Solomon. And it's a design thinking book. It, it's a, a collaborative book written by clients and design thinking facilitators from around the world about how design thinking has been used to shift and innovate and come up with completely new ideas and products for, for the betterment of their, of their clients and their businesses. And the storytelling canvas actually really helps to visualize this notion of beginning with the end in mind. I will pop the link to the uh, storytelling canvas that you can download for free in the show notes. In fact, I'll even do it in the um, Facebook group that I'll tell you about at the end of the show. But in short, what the canvas has you do is first of all, map out on the right hand side of a great big piece of paper. How do you want people to feel after, after they've heard you speak? And then on the far left hand side of the piece of paper, you're going to jot down how do they feel before they've heard you speak? So already just by plotting those two um, ends, if you like, or the bookends of your presentation, how you want people feeling at the end on the right hand side of the page and how they're feeling before on the left hand side of the page, you can identify the gaps. This then gives you some clues as to what you're going to need to say, to present, what stories you might need to tell in order to shift them from where they are before to where you want them to be at the end. Then in this storytelling canvas, the three sequential steps the authors map out are, first of all, set the scene, establish the context, make sure that everyone you're speaking to is coming from the same place. In my model, we call that setting the context. The second step then is to make your point. Demonstrate the stories, um, validate with numbers, with figures, whatever the case may be, but enable, give your audience something so, so meaty that they have an aha moment. They go, ah, oh, I get what she's saying. I understand what that's all about. And then the third piece is 
In my model, I would call it the powerful close. In the storytelling canvas, it's the conclusion. What do you want people to do next? What's the call to action? Where does this go from here? There's also three other little boxes in this storytelling canvas. One of the boxes is subject. So what is this particular presentation about? The second is the goal. What are you trying to achieve? And then the third is the audience, helping you to get really present to who you are talking to and where they might be coming from. So this model, this, this storytelling canvas is a way of mapping out your presentation based on Stephen Covey's ha um, habit number two of beginning with the end in mind and getting really clear on how all of the pieces come together. The other reason, and this is probably my final key point for today's episode, the final reason for beginning with the end in mind is because it encourages a service mindset. It encourages you to step out of how do you data dump, how do you get demonstrate how smart you are, how clever you are, how knowledgeable you are. And instead, it actually has you step into the mind of your audience and ask yourself, what do they need to hear? What do they need to feel in order to shift, in order to take new action, in order to subscribe to the project that you're pitching, whatever the case may be. And this is really important. When I work with change makers, managers, and entrepreneurs, they are wanting to lead impact. They are wanting to lead change. They're not just delivering information. They are wanting to shift a dial. And so if you begin with the end in mind and step into this service mindset, it's, come, it's not about you anymore. It's very much about your audience. If you would like to discuss this notion of beginning with the end in mind a bit more or see the link to the um, storytelling canvas, then I highly, 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 highly recommend that you come and join me in the Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson group on Facebook. Yes, Kat Matson is me and the Speaking with Confidence group on Facebook. You can find just by searching groups and look for Speaking with Confidence or if you like the link, it's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash speaking confidence. In that group, you can ask me questions. I will answer within a day. You can see what other people are up to. I post interesting resources like this storytelling canvas, and we just have a great conversation around how you can calm your nerves and be a far more powerful and impactful presenter. I really hope that you've enjoyed this particular episode. If you haven't already, then listen to the previous ones. This is episode number six, so there are a few that you can catch up on. And if you have enjoyed this episode, remember to subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. Tell your friends. And of course, if you've really loved it, then I would love for you to leave a review because, you know, that just helps good old algorithms to share, share this podcast with other people. Remember, if you have a question, then the best way to, for me to answer it is to, for you to jump into the Facebook group, Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson. As I said, I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I look forward to seeing you again very soon on another episode of Speaking with Confidence. I'll see you soon. Bye.